Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bad seat, broken day, bad apple, bad out of the road, bad out of bad day, bad law, bad day, bad 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 vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Palace, right across the river and through the woods from where Annie loves to hit a little apple fritter before bedtime in New York City. The Big Apple. People dressed in plastic bags, the to drive in, some kind of action, shake it up, stupid. All my friends that come around, plastic plastic party up, rats on the west side, the dogs are down, but a mess is tied to bread, splattered all over Manhattan, shake that old, 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 woo, 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 I think I might have got something from King Shadubi, yeah, yeah, woo, woo, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy, Carver High this evening. And I'm actually watching the <laughs> Hoosiers taking on Iowa. Carver Hawkeye in Iowa City. Don Fisher along with Mike Skirvin from Iowa City. The city. Uh, Hoosiers leading the Hawkeyes by 6-46-40 with 44 seconds left in the first half. I have to tell you that uh, one of the things that I've noticed Carver High about uh, Indiana is that, uh, you know, they Woodson got the job and, and he was able to convince, uh, you know, most of the bodies, the players to stay. And they have, you know, uh, Trace Jackson Davis and Reese Thompson, right? These two bigs. And um, Jackson Davis is, you know, a guy that was thinking one and done NBA. He's six nine. He's a monster, and he he's got game. He's definitely going to be in the NBA. But Woodson told him he took him in a room, and he's he made him watch film, and he showed him why he's not ready for the NBA. Came out of the room, stayed in Indiana for another year, sophomore year. Uh, Bill Raftery told the story, and Raft, who I'm friends with. Uh, said that it was the smartest thing he could have ever done because now he's back in Indiana and he is absolutely dominating in the Big Ten. No one can stop him. 
Uh, he's got 11, 5, and 2 in this game, 4 for 4 from the floor, 3 dunks. Uh, Reese Thompson um, is 5 of 7 from the floor, 2 follow dunks, 10, 3, and 1. 10 points, 3 boards, 1 dime, the 2 bigs getting involved tonight in Iowa City. Of course, as usual for uh, Iowa, uh, Bohannon. Uh, with five points, one three, the all-time leader in Big Ten history in threes, Bohannon for the Hawkeyes, because Bohannon <laughs> is in his fiftieth year playing I was in Iowa City. Say that, I mean, God, he's, he's got a wife and four kids. His kids are now freshmen at Iowa. That's insane, dude's been on the he's team six for ten years. years. Oh my God, six-year starter. How is that possible? We welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Force, Hoopah, Soldier, Hoopah. Throw on a bench on a thirsty Thursday. Um, the guy's been there six years. He's got gray hair. <laughs> he's got, he's on his second wife. <laughs> he's got four children, two at Iowa. Freshman, twins. How do you play that long in college basketball? You know you play that long when you're not going pro and you're the all-time leader in Big Ten three-point history because you played so many games. He's played over 150 games, and um, he's out there. He looks like, I mean, he, he looks like he should be your uh, mortgage lender. And meanwhile, he's playing basketball at Iowa for a sixth season. That just is crazy. Come on. I mean, just leave already. You know you got problems. I will say this. I stayed at Indiana for five years because um, I worked so much, right? I was doing uh, radio. I was working in radio. I was doing sports. I was DJing overnights. I had like a real job, and I I had salary, the whole deal. Uh, It wasn't a college station. It was a real radio station. And um, so I worked there. And so I, I was on so much, like 60 hours a week, that I couldn't possibly have finished college in four years. Uh, Literally almost impossible with the schedule. I worked 60 hours a week at um, the radio station. And then I went to games. So I went, I was, I went to home games, road games. I was always gone. I was always on the road with the Hoosiers. um, And it took me five years, but I will say this, that I gained valuable alcoholism skills while at, Uh, Indiana University. I was able to uh, learn how to, well, I mean, drink hard seven days a week. And I think it was a valuable lesson for when I got out of school in that I kept drinking seven days a week for 30 years. (laughs) 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 But I had a lot of fun. And I also got laid a lot. I have to tell you, um, the amount of ass uh, that I was involved <laughs> with at Indiana was phenomenal. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, 
including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I got to tell you, um, the, the kid uh, that I was talking about before, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, he can, he can flat out play. My guy has uh, 11 points, five rebounds, two dimes, a steal, and two blocks. He's like almost 6'10", and he's diving for balls. He's like pick and roll dunks. Every shot he takes is at the rim. There's no, like, he just goes right in, and he's like, I am going to the 10, and I will finish on your face. And he does. He just absolutely is a rim rocker. And, I mean, this guy, he he shouldn't be allowed to play college basketball. He's ready now. I, I think he was right, Woodson, to bring him back for a sophomore year, but that'll be it. He'll be out of there. He'll be in the draft. He just looks like a man against boys. You know, that's always the sure sign, Carver High, when the guy playing in the game makes everyone around him look like they're in high school and he's in, you know, college. Or, you know, it's an obvious time to go pro when you're making people around you look weaker and smaller than you and that they can't do anything to stop you. It doesn't matter what they do. That is definitely a sign. When you can do that, uh, and you just, like you said, you make people look like they don't belong in the same court as you, that's usually when the bell rings. Uh, it's time to move on. Time to go up to the big boy game. You know, they need to, I think they need to get in the NCAA tournament and do some damage uh, instead nice. of what's been going on there for the last 20 years. Ever since Bob Knight was fired, yeah. Now, remember, the first guy was Mike Davis, and he took them to the NCAA championship game, and they lost to Maryland in 02. And uh, that's the last time they were good. And and that was Bob Knight's team. Yes. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That was like the guy that gets fired uh, or whatever, and then all those players are his. They're all his recruits or whatever. And they, and they have to make a change, and, and then they make the change, and then the guy after the guy benefits from what the guy before him built. That's what Davis did. And then he never amounted to a hill of beans either. But at the end of the day, every coach they've had in Bloomington, Davis ended up doing better then. Remember, the black guy yeah. got the job at Indiana, and he was better than any of them. He was better than all of them. Your boy Miller was a joke. Tom I mean, that ruined him. Tom Crean was uh, second. He he finished second. Davis was, had the best record. Then Crean, Miller, 
uh, was an atrocity. Miller, am I wrong? He's, he hasn't worked since. Like, uh, he, he has nobody, not. Every, since, everyone's since like, he lost the Indiana job. No, he has not gone anywhere yet. But he's got money. They paid him a lot of money to go away. But he's he's not coaching, and neither is his brother. Sean Miller, was, I thought, was a great coach, and he cheated. Like, really bad. <laughs> like, he really cheated. Do you remember the other day when we were talking about Bruce Pearl? Yeah. On Coast to Coast, how he, uh, everybody loves him, and he's just so funny, and he's soaking wet, he's sweating, he's crazy, he's screaming and yelling, he's got ver- his veins sticking out of his neck, he turns purple, screaming the whole game, he's ranting and raving and stomping on the sideline, and when the game's over, he looks like he jumped in a lake. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, he cheats like hell, and isn't it great when you know that the guy that's the most sinful in the room and the most trouble, the most uh, dangerous, the one you can't trust, the guy that'll sleep with your wife, but everybody loves him. You always know you got a problem on your hands when the guy, the, the worst person in the world's in the room with you and everyone loves him. You know you got a problem then. When, when the bad guy, everyone loves the bad guy, you got nothing but problems. Because you could be the nicest guy in the world, and the nice guy will always lose. You know that, oh, everyone loves the nice guy. But they, but the, not not as much as they like the, you know, the Bruce Pearl. I mean, he, have you ever seen a guy that popular that cheats and that uh, has done nothing? I mean, what does he do? He's, he's bad news. That's just all there is to it. He's bad news. Meanwhile, everyone loves him. I mean, it's the craziest thing ever. It's like, uh, it's like giving the keys to your house to the cat burglar. You know what I mean? Like, uh, why don't you just go ahead and rob me tonight? Here, take the keys. In fact, I'll go out to dinner. You oh, do it. We'll, you we'll be gone. Uh, we'll be back at 10. You got to remember, Honestly, he goes have into you these... ever seen anything like that guy, <laughs> he goes... what he gets away with? He goes into these huh? kids' houses, and he meets these families, and he's got the big personality. It's like the clip we played the other day. Look at the Auburn Nation coming in here to Alabama, and they're taking the place over, and they're doing like he comes in. And just imagine that dude walking into your kid's house and the excitement that he brings. Now, think about the excitement that Bruce Pearl, even though he's an absolute cheater, but they all are. They're all cheaters. Imagine the difference of Bruce Pearl walking into your house with all that energy and all that being fired up and then put him next to some of these absolute stiffs that coach some of these teams. Now, they might be good basketball minds. They might be good coaches. They might know their X's and O's. But personally... They are stiffs, and there's a lot of them, but that ain't Bruce Pearl. Like Fran McCaffrey. Right, stiff. He's a stiff. Stiff. He's a white guy. He looks like he just doesn't like anyone that doesn't look like him. Nope. He's, he's yeah, he's just a crusty old dude, and he's just, uh, you know, you want nothing to do with that guy. He is a like crusty nothing. old white guy who doesn't like anyone, and he, he hates refs. Have you ever seen that guy? The game was three to nothing, Indiana, and he was dropping bombs on this ref. Uh, I mean, right in his ear, like spitting on him with the Hanta everywhere. And he was literally in his ear dropping F bombs, like one after the next. I read his lips. It was like, you piece of blah, blah, blah. And then I'm sitting there and I look up and it's three to nothing. I'm like, who gets that mad <laughs> after one shot goes in? One shot goes in. He's screaming at this guy. Meanwhile, um, 
That's all you need to know. Watch him coach. And you know he is a absolute pain in the ass to be around. If because he had you know his kids play for him, and right. I bet he was a real psycho as a father. I really do. I mean it. Like he 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 comes across as that guy where the kids just hated him, and they but they, he forced him to play basketball, and they all ended up at Iowa playing for him, and they and they're still miserable. Like Bayheim's kids, Bayheim's kids are yeah. both, you know they're both they're both players. They can both ball. They can both shoot. They're both they can shoot great they can in shoot. the in the. It, but they can play that zone defense too, like nobody's business. But they both look like they've been doing federal time at Leavenworth. Well, the one son not, went to Cornell first. The on one son went somewhere play. else, and then he transferred there afterwards. He he didn't even go to Syracuse. Yeah, he went. To, he went to like Colgate, and then he and then he transferred. He's really Cornell, smart, right? Cornell, he, I think he, it was Cornell, and he came back to uh, Syracuse to play uh, in his you know fifth or sixth year here or whatever. He had eligibility left, so he's playing right. now. He's playing now with his brother. But there's, they look like, um, I, honestly, they look like they just got out of Guantanamo Bay. They're so miserable looking. I mean, they are, but they can both play. They're both players. I just don't, I'm not a fan of the, um, I'm really not of the, I, I'm going to play for my dad at, at the college. I, I just think, you know, what could be worse than, uh, seriously, like, when, when your kids, you're going to see, when you're, when, when your daughter and your son are both uh, in high school and she's – well, she'll probably be out of high school before he's a freshman, huh? Um, I think – She might be a senior I, when he's I, a freshman? Yeah, maybe. I'd have to think about it for a moment, but that would be the absolute minimum. Okay, so, so look at it this way. If they spend their entire life with you and hot Nicole at the house growing up, what happens is eventually they become teenagers. And once they become teenagers, they, they start testing the waters of being a smartass. Then, when they get their driver's license, they are gone. I mean, they're gone. It's just like, bye, see ya. You don't even see them. I'll finish this in a minute. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I'm right. You know I'm right. And, and uh, you know, oh, you're, as you're usual, right. I'm talking right. I'm right. talking bad about people. Always. And Always. Uh, we, we do that frequently here in breaks, and it's only, you know, 
I only tell it like it is. I'm not over here like trying. I don't. You don't ever hear me talking bad about people uh, for no reason whatsoever and saying stuff that's you know nasty or mean about anybody. But when it's you know painfully obvious that it's accurate and that like like if you notice this blah 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 and then you're like you're right. <laughs> so I just call it like I see it. If I see something, I gotta say it. And if I say it and it's dead ringer right, it is what it is. No mercy. I don't have any mercy. Like, if someone puts himself in a position, in a position to be judged, then I'll be I'll be Judge Judy. You wanna you wanna see if anybody uh, agrees with what you're doing or saying or what you're up to, and you put yourself in that position, you will be judged. You ask for it, you shall receive. That's what I gave you right there, Carver. So anyway, <laughs> I was telling you the story. So when they get to the point where they leave in the car. And they got their driver's license. Like, his, Gunner got his driver's license, and he is absolutely like gone. Like, I just—I mean, I don't even know. I—I I don't even know him. I mean, if the guy passed me on the street tomorrow, I—I probably wouldn't even say hi. I don't even know the guy. He's my son, because I don't see him ever. Right? He's—he uh, had a game tonight. He scored like 20 points, and he doesn't come home. The game's over. He's gone. He's in his car, gone, at the high school, whatever. They, they have to take the bus, team bus, but they can bring their car to the lot and blah, 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 and then they drive, and, and he went out with his buddies, and that was the end of him. So here's my point, is that eventually, when they're 17 and they get their license, they, they just actually pretend like they love you. <laughs> they don't really want anything to do with you anymore. They're just teenagers, and it's over. And then once they're teenagers and they have a bunch of friends, you become obsolete. And then when you become obsolete... Uh, they uh, they go to college, and then it's even worse because once they go to college, they don't have me waking them up every morning to go to school because when I wake you up, it's the worst alarm clock ever. I mean, when I come in and say, it's 7, get up, it is freaking Fort Bragg. And my kids just hate me at 7 in the morning, hate me. and uh, But I take them to school, so I'm not effing around. So that you know they don't like When you go to college and no one wakes you up, and you can blow off class and sleep. When I learned that I could do that, my whole world opened up. Because when TR used to scream and yell at me, man, it was it was not pleasant. But when I got rid of him and I could do whatever I wanted, oh, man, did I become a professional. Oh, man, did I, I, did I flourish in that setting. But I am telling you, what could be worse than going to college and every single day the guy you've been trying to avoid more than anyone on earth is your coach. Honestly, I would absolutely, that has to be the worst thing ever. And I know no kid will ever admit that. Like uh, the kid at Creighton or whatever. Remember, uh, what was his name? He plays Doug in the Mc, NBA now. He, Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott. McDermott. Don't tell me that that doesn't suck. You, you can't. And I'm right. There is no getting around it. I've never met a kid yet. They all they all love their parents. That's great. But in reality, when they become teenagers and they go to college, they love their friends and their girlfriends and their boyfriends. And that's what they like. That's it. My, like my daughter's 14. You should see how demented they are with their friends. Like they're 14 and they are demented. They're demented. They're the, the, like the things they laugh about and scream about and find joy in. To to an adult, it's absolute absurdity. Like, I'm sitting there watching her with all these kids at my house. All the time they're at my house. And I'm looking at them, and I'm going, what is wrong with these kids? 
there's something wrong with them. I mean, there's something wrong with them. Now, they know I'm crazy, and the kids all are, you know, they all know that Chop's dad's crazy. He's funny. Go around him. He's funny. He'll make you laugh because, you know, I'll fart or whatever in front of him and stuff like that. But I um, I know they that they what they prefer is, the, is you not in the space. They want you, they leave us alone. Right. We're good over here. Thanks. See ya. And buy us a pizza. There you go. And then so once they get to the point where they want nothing to do with you, it's over. And then they go to college. And the last thing I'd want to see is, is I'm strung out or hungover or, uh, you know, I haven't slept in two days and I'm, I'm out getting laid and, and I show up and I look like I've been, you know, beaten with a, a wiffle ball bat is to, to go see my dad yelling at me at basketball practice. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that does not sound appealing at all. I want no part of that, Carver High. It's understandable, and you're right. It seems like, uh, and I'll find this out, obviously, down the road, when they get older, uh, that's enough. I mean, I already got a five-year-old who acts like she, uh, at times, is already like, you know, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. All right, you're five. Like, honestly, like, well, what are you doing to me here? Yeah, you got it under control. But yeah, they, you, you, it, uh, it only... It only gets worse. Trust me. I imagine. It, you know, the funny thing is, I was talking to 34C today about this, is that he, my friend's, so my friend's dad died uh, yesterday, and he was 94. And uh, Good run. he's really, you know, super, super bummed out. And I'm like, uh, I called him up, and I, I knew him, and I was like, I'm really sorry, you know, about your dad. I know uh, he meant the world to you. And uh, I know you were there for him. In the end, the last like three or four years, every single week, he would drive down uh, to the shore where he was, and he had he had a uh, like a house and a um, he had a daily nurse. Right, this woman would come and and take care of him. And uh, but he had cameras all over the house, so wherever he went, he was on film, twenty four seven. They knew what he was doing. And, uh, you know, he, he lived alone because his wife had died, like, uh, a couple of years earlier. And um, so the old man would just – it was the saddest thing ever. I used to train with this guy in the morning and play basketball. And uh, his dad, uh, he would go down there and stay with him. And, and uh, then, then he'd show me – we'd be 6 in the morning training basketball, and the guy would be showing me his dad. And, you know, it would be 6.30. His dad was sitting in the kitchen, you know – reading a paper and eating and, but the guy can barely walk. He can barely, I mean, literally, I mean, it's like on death's doorstep. And I, I was like, man, that's just sad. I'm sorry. It's just brutal. He goes, I have to go down there every week. I got to do this, do that. Take him to get his meds and all this. So one thing led to another and he died. And I said, uh, well, um, you know, hell of a run. Same thing you said. I said, that's a hell of a run. And, uh, it, you know, all, Oh, the last few years have just been miserable, dude. Like, just miserable. And you, who wants that in their life? And uh, I said, he's better off. And I just said it. I said, he's better off. It's over. It's done. It's He's at peace now. It's good. It's all good. He's going to be with your mom. It's over. People like to hear that. Eventually, at some point, people like to hear that they're at peace. And uh, so my point is this. I said to my wife, I go, you know, I called up my buddy and I told him I, I felt bad for him. And everything, and she's like, "Good." Uh, she goes, I, "I texted him too," and I'm like, "Cool." And then I said, uh, "You know, it's funny when you come into the world, you're helpless, helpless. I mean, you are just a helpless heap of nothing, and you're crapping, and your diapers, and all the rest, right? And um, and then when you go out of this world, you're generally helpless too. 
if you make it if you make it to be 85 90 you're you're you get to be 94 you are i guarantee you somebody's helping you cuz i mean when you're 90 you are done and like my mother-in-law is 90 i can't even believe she's still alive she lived through 4 months in the hospital in icu with a tube down her throat with covid pneumonia and somehow lived through it i mean that that's crazy the doctor told her three times she was dead and she's still alive but and she's still able to do things and it's amazing to me she can get around a little bit and she can drive now again a little bit and she you know came for christmas and she came for thanksgiving and meanwhile she should be dead but uh i see a 94 year old man that can't do anything he doesn't know what day it is and uh he, he doesn't i don't think know anybody he just knows his son because he's there every week he's like he knows uh, this this guy comes and sees him but uh, when you have, like, Alzheimer's and stuff, you don't know anything. You just know there's some guy that comes every week and blah, blah, blah. So my point is, is that you come into the world, you're helpless, and you and you go out, you're the same way. Is, it, is that not the craziest thing ever? Like, you need help from the minute you come into this world, and you basically need help the minute you go out. And in between, you just, you know, live and deal with all the crap that uh, everybody deals with. And, and don't tell me you don't deal with stuff. You deal with everything. Uh, you know, love. Heartache, divorce, uh, death, funerals, uh, you know, people come and go in your life, firings, jobs, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, and, and you have millions of great moments, millions of friends, millions of laughs, millions of good times, and millions of happy sporting event success if you're into that or betting, whatever. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, one day, uh, you're, you know, 70, then one day you're 80, one day you're 90, and then one day you got somebody changing your diapers again. And you can't you can't do anything. You're absolutely an invalid. And uh, when when uh, when she got out of the hospital, she lived at my house, and it, and it was uh, the same. No one wants to hear it, but it was the same thing. Diapers, the whole deal. And uh, no one likes hearing it. No one wants to talk about it. It's very uncomfortable. But you know, it is what it is. And if you can't face that, you won't be able to face it. If you can't handle you know talking about it or hearing about it, how do you think you're gonna do when you got to do it? It is sad, man. It is the most depressing, sad, awful. I did it with my parents. I mean, my mom died when I was young, but my dad just died a few years ago, and it sucked. And uh, I'm just, he had a stroke and, and a heart attack and died, and I'm glad it ended. I was like, thank God, because this is, this is torture. Plus, he's staying in some rich old people's uh, house, and they're just stealing his money. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. So uh, Indiana's up one on Iowa with 12 minutes left. And, you know, uh, they had a fight at halftime in the middle of the court. Uh, actually, on, it was at half court at the scorer's table is where it was. And it, it got ugly. And then they came out of the break and they have been, I mean, it is so intense this game because of that fight they are now in each other's faces every single possession is uh physical every single call is argued by the players they're arguing with the refs they're screaming at them i cannot believe i haven't seen a tech in the second half yet because they are throwing their arms at the refs and saying you suck you're terrible you're awful at your job i mean literally i've seen them saying it right to their face you suck, and they're not tacking them up, and I cannot even believe it. And every single guy that shoots the ball gets fouled, and every shot is contested. Every time there's a shot that doesn't make it in, there's three bodies on the floor laying like they got shot because they're going for the rebounds like you have no idea. They're flying into the rim and the glass because this game has turned into something more than just a game. There's tension. They don't like each other. And it is on. And this game, it's a one-point game, and, and there's under 12 left. It's crazy. It's a pretty crazy game. I kid you not. After this one, Colorado and Arizona in Tucson. I think that should be a pretty good game as well. Uh, you remember back in the day, our boy, uh, Tad Boyle, used to come on the show at CBS, the Colorado coach. Yes. And uh, he's done a great he's done a great job in Boulder. Uh, they're getting 15 points tonight, man. That's too much for a good team. They're a good yeah, team. And eleven and three. They've played well I, this year. How how do you go eleven and three and somebody's giving you 15 points? I don't care who you're playing. It's a it's a conference game. That's like 10 points with Oregon tonight was too much. Oregon's up. They're they're winning that game by 10. I I don't know if it's 10 now, but uh, uh, UCLA's up five. UCLA's up five at the half. Up five and a half. All right, so let's say it's, you know, then it should it should end at 10, right? Yeah, right on the number. I'll push. It's going to end at 10 or 9. Maybe. I'm a, am I crazy? And, I mean, And we got this other game late night, too. I mean, you got two 11 o'clock, t- actually three, but BYU can Zags and BYU? Yeah, that's another one. BYU's 14 and 3. They've played well this year. They always play Gonzaga tough. It's the only tough team that, you know, that BYU and St. Mary's. That's all Gonzaga has to play in that conference. 14 and a half a lot yeah that's a lot and that that one's on uh, the deuce at uh 11 that's not bad i mean there's some great west coast games tonight that i like back in the day i would have been into lmu and san francisco st mary's and pepperdine those are classic west coast games when you live in la or san francisco those games are beauties I mean, I'm kidding you not. And meanwhile, there's no one else anywhere in the country that even would consider watching it. I mean, it wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know what that is. Most people, most people don't even know what Pepperdine is. They think it's a dinner. 
Uh, they really do. You know, my uh, my agent went to Pepperdine. It's a really good school. It's, and it's the most beautiful place you've ever been in your life. It, I mean, it smells good there. It's so nice. It's in California, just in case you uh, aren't <laughs> following me. <laughs> it really is. It's a great place. It's very expensive. Uh, snooty. Oh, uh, you wouldn't like the you wouldn't like the people there, but you'd like the experience. You go to you go to a school like that. Good things happen to you uh, in life. It's like you know Notre Dame, Stanford, Duke, Pepperdine. I mean, trust me, Princeton. I mean, it's just over. You got like Dartmouth. You already know Yale and Harvard and all those. I mean, imagine the snooties that did that thing. Uh, can you imagine? Your boy Haro is a Harvard boy. You know, even the worst students at Harvard end up more successful than you. I mean, they do. <laughs> even like the kid that goes, the kid that goes to Harvard and cheats, he ends up as CEO. I mean, it's the craziest thing ever. The worst, the dumbest kid there ends up the CEO of the biggest company in America. Uh, it's true. Stanford. I've never known, like, even criminals I know that went to Stanford are successful. I'm not kidding. I know, I know two of them. Criminals. Absolute criminals. And they, uh, the, I mean, these people were so successful in life. If you even knew how much money they had, you'd puke. You'd puke right now. There he is, Don Fisher, right behind Mike Woodson. Don Fisher, along with Max Skirvin. Gone. I know. I know he doesn't do it anymore. I think. I think he passed. I think Max passed, but he was a legend. Um, Don and Max were legends. I mean, absolute legends. I cannot believe Don Fisher is still calling Indiana games. Uh, I, when I was there, he was, you know, still. I guess what you would deem young. He was probably. He was. He must be fifty. He was probably fifty when I was twenty, uh, two, twenty-three years old. My, you know, let's say senior and fifth year i was probably you know 23 had to be 33 43 he had to be at least 50 probably 25 years older than me so imagine now he's, he's got to be like 81 years old calling indiana games i mean am i wrong can we like let's let me find off. out don fisher is his name it, it can't be that hard but it, it, he's got to be he's got to be like 77 to 81 gotta be and i just saw him and he doesn't he like he still looks like he's totally with it and he still is calling games he's got to be with it but he's still calling games for indiana and he's he looked i just saw him he looked pretty damn good for an old guy he's like, like the chief you know the guy that does the doesn't he do the T tampa uh, he does the buccaneers and does florida state football right yeah chief yeah He's definitely. I know the uh, Chiefs old as hell. He's definitely still going because I got a, I got an article here from uh, last year. IU basketball radio voice uh, on the Daily Hoosier. Remember the old the Daily Hoosier? Uh, I yeah. got an article of him. Who, who was on there? Max Skirvin? No, Fisher. Who was Max? No, Don Fisher. Yeah, Fisher. Well, Fisher's. Yeah, Don Fisher's calling the game right now on on okay. the radio. Uh, he's right next to the Indiana bench, sitting there behind Mike Woodson on the table, calling the game. I see him. How old is it, say Max? He is? Uh, he is. Give me a moment to find that out. 
We will see here. Uh, he I is uh, I, I... 74. So Don Fisher 74. 74. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, I wonder, is uh, Max Skirvin dead? Is he alive still? Find out. That that guy did it with him forever, but he's not doing it anymore, so he might have slipped a little or something. Who knows? Because if one guy's doing it, the other guy is, and something happened. And they were, you know, doing it together for 40 years. And then one of them retired, obviously. And the other one's still doing it, 74 years old. That's crazy. He's 74 years old. He's still He's still traveling with the... Uh, a, a Big Ten basketball team and football team and calling all their games on radio every single game, you know, uh, every year, football and basketball. That's crazy. I mean, I, that's just crazy, right? Like, I don't even know. Like, people, uh, you know, Musburger still does it. He's 80. He's, he's older than yeah. 80 now. He's 81, 82 now. Oh, yeah. He's calling Raider games. He's still doing it. And he's good at it. Still. I remember listening to him when I was a kid, literally calling Chicago Bulls games on the radio in, in uh, the Windy City on BBM. He was calling basketball games in the NBA. And then later he would be at CBS and do the NBA Today, remember? And then uh, NFL. And then... Um, then what? He went to ESPN and started doing tons of games, right? Didn't he do college football there? Yeah. And then uh, and and ABC on on the uh, network, and then uh, and then he went to the Raiders, and he's doing Raider games now in Vegas. And he's eighty something. I mean, I think he was eighty a couple years ago. I mean, he's at least eighty one, eighty two now. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. I, he was eighty when he went out there and got the job. 80 years old, and he's still doing games. I mean, you know well, what they gotta, say? People say when you when you stop doing it, you die. Yeah. I got an article here. Uh, of course, nobody has his age anywhere. Uh, Max uh, celebrated his 70th wedding anniversary uh, in October of this past October. So uh, he's been married 70 years. So I can only tell you how old he is. <laughs> Max. He's got to be. He's, he's got to be he's like got, eighty-five gotta, or ninety. Got to be ninety if he's married seventy years. He's got to be at least ninety. Got to be. Got to be, and he's still alive. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I used to do the games. Uh, you know, I used to uh, do everything with Indiana basketball, and uh, those two guys uh, back then they were, you know. Certainly a lot younger, and they, they would go out and have a few. Believe me believe me, you. I'm looking at him right now calling the game. He's wearing a pink shirt. He's sitting there. I, I know him like it was yesterday. But uh, Don Fisher still calling games at 74. I mean, he must have been, uh, wow. So when he was doing games, when he was that young, he must have become the voice of the Hoosiers, and Max was the analyst, and Max probably had 20 years on him. Yeah. So when he was 35 or something doing the games, the other guy was probably 55. And he and they worked with him for forty years, and then, I mean, they were together forever, forever. I mean, that is just absolutely crazy. I, I just can't believe he's still doing it. I, I just, it's amazing to me. 
uh, I, I don't know. I'll never, I'll never do that. Um, it's, it's not, it's not in the cards for me. I just find, uh, you know, I guess I'm from the side of the river that says, and you know, everybody's, I've had people tell me that, you know, when I should think about, uh, you know, wrapping my career up and stuff like that. I've had people, you know, advise me on things like that. And what do you think you should do? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm always like, uh, you know, if all you do is work your whole life, um, that ain't living. And that's just all there is to it. And so at some point, you, you got to live a little and, you know, enjoy life yeah. a little. Because get busy living or if all get you do, busy dying. Some, that's it. Yeah, you know, I mean, if if all you do is go to work every day and people say that keeps you alive, uh, to me that's ridiculous. Because what could be worse than all you do is work and that keeps you alive? How about living keeps you alive? You know, about you're gonna say that to somebody that like travels the world and sees everything. I mean, when my dad retired, he he never retired. He ended up running steel mills in um, in Europe. In uh, Belgrade, uh, you know, in Eastern Bloc countries, he ran these steel mills. And he kept working. He made a fortune. But he went all over the world. He traveled the world and saw everything. He went everywhere in the world and lived life to the fullest. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Yeah, I'm right about that too, Carver High. I mean, honestly, you can't even argue it. Like, if you were a lawyer right now in court and I just gave my closing statement, you'd be the, uh, you know, the defense lawyer still has, has his chance, right, to talk to the jury, and you just throw your arms up right now and say, you know what, you're right, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, the prosecution rests. We're done. We're done here. He's right. Thank you. It's true. Anyway... So, uh, man, come where on. Where were we? 
so the bottom line is uh, this game. Like, I'm are, are you still, have you been able to latch onto this game? Carver, I, I haven't the, yet the because I'm, I'm I'm sweating out the end of this uh, Blackhawk Canadian game uh, going on with uh, with Pat Foley in Chicago right now. Uh, the Blackhawks and the Canadians as we pick up a live bet on the Blackhawks down two to one. Heading into the third, and it's now tied at two with five minutes to go. So we're looking for the Blackhawks to get wow, this done. Your boy, uh, your boy Foley. This is his last year. Yeah, he's he's packing it in. Yeah, I think there's nothing worse than when they pack it for you. But like they but, did but to well, our that's boy, the, the thing. I, I think that well, I think that Foley's getting it packed for him as well. Because you remember he was making some statements. Uh, he was starting to speak his mind a little bit, and uh, we know how. Usually suits don't they don't like that, so you know what? Uh, I'll tell you this much. Uh, I've said this before on the air. I'll say it again. Um, I have a very uh, I, I can count on one hand, one hand the amount of suits that I've ever seen do anything worthwhile. But I've got fifty hands full of idiots that have screwed things up. I mean, I have never seen so many idiots in my life that run radio stations. I got to tell you, a bunch of idiots, stupid asses. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.